What's going on The People Project? This is Felipe, one of your co-hosts. Today we are at the Tribal Scale office and I am with one of the co-founders. Mitch, how's it going? It's going awesome. Nice to see you. Awesome. So I know it's been a few months since we've been trying to make this happen. Yeah, so. definitely. But at least we got together. Awesome. So before we dive in, um, can you give us a brief, um, who is Mitch and what is, uh, what is Tribal Scale? Cool. So uh, Mitch today is the VP of product at Tribal Scale. Uh, before that, I did engineering in school, did mechanical, worked for a couple of other companies, and then eventually got here. Uh, Tribal Scale, the way I would position it is we're a, a full service software consultancy. So we help customers design and build custom software, predominantly kind of like native iOS and Android apps, full stack. Uh, web as well as Amazon Alexa and action on Google uh, applications. Cool, cool. Now I know right now we are in Toronto and I know this is where everything started. Um, you guys kind of have gone the international route, right? Yeah, that's right. So we started in November 2015 as five co-founders and since then, so I guess just over two years now, we're about 140 people in three offices. So our, our headquarters is here in Toronto. Uh, we have a, an office in Orange County in Irvine, California, and then one in Dubai in the UAE. Cool. Now, you guys started kind of focusing on the, the, the app piece and, and providing those services, and you guys kind of have recently, you mentioned, shifted towards different, a different business. Yeah, so I can talk about that for a minute. Sure. So we, we started off doing predominantly what we call project services, which is essentially kind of building custom software for, for customers. Um, that's what we were doing in kind of November 2015 and for the first six or eight months. Then we started doing something that we called transformation, which was working in the way we, we, we build the, uh, the custom applications, but actually doing that with our customers, showing them how to do it. And then about six months ago, we launched a venture studio. And the entire idea there was to, again, work in the same manner and process we currently have, but instead of building digital products, to build digital companies. So we started that six months ago, uh, and we have our, our first cohort kicking off like right now. That's super exciting. Now, when I hear that, all I can think of is growth. And with growth comes a lot of responsibilities and maybe some failures or some lessons learned. Yeah. What are the biggest things that you that you learned in this process? Yeah, um, so failures is a really good one. Uh, having, we were very, very lucky that even from day one, we had a strong culture to fail fast. And that's kind of enabled us to experiment along the way. So uh, in, the, in the two and a bit years we've been doing this, I'd say uh, the absolute most important thing that I've learned is a company at the end of the day is like a, a group of individuals and people. And regardless of what you're selling or what you're doing, they are by far your largest assets. Uh, in the early days, we went through periods of perhaps stretching people, uh, being very new leaders and co-founders, we weren't necessarily the best people managers at the beginning. Uh, so we, we had a lot of stumbles along the way in giving people the kind of the support they needed to 
for themselves to grow internally. So I'd say the number one thing I've learned to this point right now is if people are your best asset and your and your most worthwhile one, you really you really have to put out all the stops to make sure you support them properly, whether that's getting yourself training. We, we brought in you know leadership coaches to like help us become better leaders and anything we can do to, to give our employees um, better better attention and mentorship. Awesome, awesome. That sounds super exciting and I'm excited to see where Tribal Skill is gonna be in a year and a half from now. Which yeah. is kinda, the last time we, we, we talked was like a year and a half ago and so many changes, positive things have happened. So I'm excited to see where you guys are going. Now, let's, um, let's focus on, on you, kind of when you graduate university, that being point A, how do you go from point A to point B? B mm -hmm. being Tribal Skill, being a co-founder, how did you pivot from being, how and, or, or why did you pivot from being an employee to a, uh, to a co-founder? Cool, I'll break it up into kind of like three, three jumps. So maybe an ABC. I like uh, it. C being, C being tribal scale. Yep. So I studied mechanical engineering in school, not software. Uh, and when I graduated, I went straight into mechanical engineering. I did that for probably three, three and a half years. And I started getting this kind of like feeling of like, I, I, I really just was not satisfied in what I was doing. I was three and a half years out of school. So with that, that's like, I don't know, 24, 25, something like that. And the idea of doing that until I was 60, like scared the hell out of me. Uh, it was at that point that I knew a change needed to be made. I literally, I started studying for my GMAT. I started looking at, uh, school programs again being like should I go back to school mm -hmm. and study and actually study software because I'd always been super into tech uh, and I became obsessed with it uh, and so from going from my 25th birthday to probably just about being 27 is where I figured all that out and I got lucky enough where I really leveraged my network and I had a number of people in my network that were software developers and working at various companies and, and given I was so kind of startup focused, I was spending a lot of time with these people, kind of like thinking ideas, brainstorming, like hypothesizing of like a business we could one day create. Uh, and I guess what that ended up doing is I really built my relationship and foundation of that I actually knew about the tech ecosystem and what was going on. And one day, one of them literally called me. He was like, hey, Mitch. Uh, my company has this opening for a product manager position. It sounds a lot like the kind of stuff you're interested in. Do you want to like, do you want me to refer you? Do you want to come in? At that time, I had no idea what product was or a product manager, but I immediately jumped at it. Uh, and I came in, I did the, the rounds of interviews uh, and kind of didn't really hear anything for some time. So I was still kind of on the MBA path thinking what I was going to do next. And then, you know, three months later, some, I forget the exact time frame, but it was super long. They called me and they're like, hey, Mitch, you still interested in that product job? And I literally dropped everything I was doing and I joined Extreme Labs. And that was kind of the start of my tech career. They were very clear to me about, hey, like, we don't normally hire somebody that's got zero direct experience or at least doesn't come from a software background. So this was a risk. Um, I kind of acknowledged that risk and I was like, you know what, like I'm still in it, like I'm gonna give it my all and make this something. And that's where I was for the next three and a half years. We went through an acquisition there. I literally gave it all my all, as I said, and I got exposed to like all kinds of opportunities 
it was working there that I got the opportunity to work with like Uber, SurveyMonkey, a number of big enterprise brands and actually like ship some products, which put a lot of a lot of great experience under my belt. And then it was also through that that experience that I had the opportunity to actually work at two other offices. So I got to go to Denver for three months, learn a new team there. And when they opened up a new office in Washington, D.C., uh, I got to be employee number two going there. So I actually had this feeling of of being an initial initial like boots on the ground in a new office, like hiring the first people, figuring out office space. Like just, it felt like I had a, a little taste of an opportunity of, of starting my own company and building it. And it was, that was the initial spark of like, man, this is like really, really exciting. Not only do I love being in tech and building product, but this idea of being empowered to, to like, leave your mark on something and make something fresh and new was super exciting. And I just, uh, that happened at approximately the same time, a few other people from, from our company were starting to talk about potentially building a company together. And, and it was at that time I put up my hand like very high and was like, I was really, really into this. Um, another thing to note with that, there's obviously, you know, I was at Pivotal at the time, which was the company that acquired Extreme. There's a lot of initial like stress or worry that came into like leaving this super stable thing. I just went through an acquisition, like that's something most people love to experience. And there's kind of a, a solid path ahead for myself, right? Maybe I go somewhere else, start a new a new office, a whole a whole bunch of things could have happened. Uh, but I chose to kind of put it all on the line and, you know, start tribal scale and essentially write a big check and take no salary for a bunch of a bunch of months uh, and something that a lot of people always are curious about like geez like uh, like wasn't that a tough decision in at the time I think I thought it was a tough decision in retrospect I think I have completely realized it was not a tough decision at all uh, what was happening at the time is I, you know, I was at Pivotal leading a pretty good career and uh, I was hearing from headhunters kind of, you know, every, you know, multiple a week, essentially. And suddenly I got in this position of like, geez, so if I start this new thing, it could really only go uh, one of two things is going to happen, right? It's either going to be successful and this will be an amazing opportunity, like money's not gonna matter, it'll just come, all, all the good things, or it'll fail, and it's gonna be like an amazing learning opportunity, and I'm just gonna go and call one of the recruiters that called me like last week, and go and get a job that was probably paying more than my other job anyways. So it kind of felt, uh, it felt scary at the time, but it ended up being like actually a really safe thing to do if I ended up being super logical about it. Well. And now, so now, so that's how you went from A, B, and then C. Yeah, C being the beginning of tribal scale. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that kind of goes uh, to my next question is for the people watching this, like if we want to give them some value, let's say he's one, an engineering student that's kind of like starting his career or her career, and but in the back of their heads, they're like, I want to start my own company, or an engineer that has been in the workforce for, I don't know, 10 plus years, and they have had that one idea in the back of their head, what advice do you give them? Yeah, 
So I, I would give those two people slightly different advice. Okay. So the, the, the student, I would say um, it is super valuable to see like how a company is run and operated. And even as I'm now in a position where, you know, I have, you know, 100 people essentially uh, that report up towards me and we're running this place, that initial experience I got at my first job doing mechanical engineering uh, was like completely valuable. Like it, it, it didn't help me at all in terms of tech but it really helped me in terms of seeing, it was a hundred year old company, it was well managed, like they've weathered many storms. I learned a lot at seeing how that operated. And then I learned a lot at my next job, seeing how a software company operated. And those are kind of invaluable skills that will help you um, avoid a lot of mistakes. So I would say if, if you wanna start a company and you're kind of a new grad, I would highly suggest, you know, work somewhere. You know, you don't need to work there for as long as I did. I think I, I was probably did it for too long. But, you know, if you get a couple solid years in at a place, you get to see the mechanics of how a business is run. And you also get to meet a lot of great people there, which could be, you know, future employees, future co-founders, maybe even future customers. So definitely do that. Uh, and then really believe in yourself and your ability to do it. Like today, you can start a, a company with almost no capital, mm -hmm. which is unreal. Uh, so super encourage that. And if you're in a big city like Toronto, there's so many ecosystems and networks of people that are there to help support you and willing to talk to you. For those who have a lot more experience, um, I, I would say doing, doing that cost benefit analysis of kind of what I did uh, when, when I started Tribal Scale, I think you could actually surprise yourself at how doable it is to, to start a company. So if you have that driving idea that's been in your head for a long time, I think it's, it's really important that you could actually map out a little bit like, hey, if I wanna give this a solid shot uh, and you know, work on this for six months or whatever you think it's gonna take to, to be able to you know, validate the concept or get your first customer or anything like that, if you can map out what it costs you to like live for six months and what you need to go through there, I think you could probably determine that it's actually a reasonably doable thing. And the same thing that happened to me that I mentioned, if you do in fact fail, it is definitely not a failure on you. And everybody recognizes that. And more, moreover, in addition to recognizing that, the amount you learn from that failure ends up being valuable regardless of where you go next. So you could, you could, your next job, if you go, do go back into the workforce, like you're, you're gonna go back in way more experienced and probably at a higher level anyways. So I'm, I'm super uh, supportive of people going down the entrepreneurial path, especially if they feel like they have that concept or that drive. Now, I'm a believer that you can do both. Like while you're starting your own business, you can have your full-time job, 804 or 905, and then work it on the side. Do you share the same thought or are you kind of the person that kind of go all in? No, I definitely share the same thought. Okay. So I said Tribal Scale started in November, 2015. I joined in December 2015 and I started working on it in like June 2015. Uh, so there was so actually a period of time where I was working full time at Pivotal and my weekends and nights I was 
doing planning around how we like the visioning for tribal scale, where are we gonna start, who's our first customer gonna be, um, what's, what's our pipeline gonna be for like work and, and recruiting, that all happened. And then when tribal scale actually opened the doors in November, I didn't join until December because I was wrapping up a project at Pivotal. And you better believe during that one month, I was definitely still working at tribal scale, just not officially. Uh, so huge, huge believer in, in your ability to do that. You just obviously need the, uh, the drive to do it. And I feel like if you're going down the entrepreneurial path, it's because you have, um, you know, com you're, you're completely aligned to what it is you want to be building. And, and it's, it's kind of surprising how much energy you can get from, from doing that and just kind of following your dream there. Cool. Um, and two things you touched on earlier that if you can elaborate a little bit when we're talking from A to B to C. Mm -hmm. From A to B, you were talking about when you're in school or like you recently graduated, the power of relationships or yeah. like building those relationships. And then when you went from uh, B to C, it felt like you fell, you didn't want to be in the comfort zone. And you kind of, that's when you made the move. So if you can touch on the power of relationships and then uh, yeah. being in the comfort zone or getting out of the comfort zone. Yeah, no, the power of relationships, I would say, uh, it is the most powerful thing, period. Uh, to this day, so I graduated in 2009. To this day, um, my relationships from school are still affecting uh, hiring my mentors, our customers. Uh, the only reason I got into tech in the first place was from relationships I had formed during those school years. So it's absolutely um, immensely useful. In addition to the relationships that I felt I've met along the way, I've always been an individual of, um, I, I've aligned to the fact that I, I, I never want to eat alone. I always want to eat with somebody else. I always want to break bread. I always want to get personal with people. Um, not, not for finding some kind of benefit for just determining who who they are and and becoming closer as individuals and life has an interesting way of that always coming back around mm -hmm. so that's helped me through like i said everything from being able to get into tech to the in the first place to even closing business today so the relationship part was huge uh what was part two again that you being um like you were in oh ready for the risk. comfort zone yeah yeah so the the other piece was uh so like i was saying at pivotal it was kind of in in cruise control a little bit in in my final year or even maybe even year and a half there where you know i was working 40 hours a week i was enjoying my job um but it, it, it just felt like I wasn't pushing myself. And at, at that point, you know, I agree it'd be nice to like take a break and chill out a little bit, but that, that comes at retirement, I feel, or much later in life, or maybe when I have a family and need to settle there. Uh, but it was too early in my career to just kind of like sit back and, and, and relax. I felt like my learning was getting a little bit stunted. Uh, I felt too comfortable. I wanted to be in a new environment. Uh, so so starting a business kind of enabled me to, it, it's a project where everything is greenfield, right? And you get to fabricate it in, in your exact, in, in the exact image you want. And it just felt like taking on that risk, I felt like I had uh, 
learned all this experience my the previous you know x years and now i was ready to like take that experience and actually like build something new uh and that that was a that was a that was a risk that was worth taking because in no matter what the fallout would have been there would have been a huge amount of personal growth uh, and professional growth and i've been lucky enough that i've been able to like maintain that personal and professional growth and and build a place that's now like employing a bunch of people which is cool awesome everything you kind of touched on i can relate to a hundred percent um where there's the, the relationships which i think it's who you know is who you are um, i agree and then the comfort something like I can relate to. I can talk for like another 30 minutes <laughs> on how I relate to it. But last thing I wanted to, is there anything you want to share? Is there, are you guys hiring or anything you want to share yeah. with the community? We, we, are, we are definitely always hiring. So check out tribalscale.com. We're always hiring. We're throwing all kinds of awesome events across the city that are design related, developer related. We're starting to get into some cryptocurrency stuff. So if you're into that, uh, definitely check it out. We, we push out all those events. Uh, and then lastly, uh, you know, talking about network and support, um, I'm always up for having a conversation and doing things like this and speaking to individuals. So, you know, Google, LinkedIn, any, anyway, anyone wants to get in touch with me, I'm always down. Um, I'll, put, I'll put some info at the bottom. Perfect, Pay, yeah. paying it forward again with the relationship piece always comes back. Awesome. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you I'm so much. Yeah, it was right. amazing. See you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.